TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get football tonight. Travis Kelsey still questionable for the Kansas City Chiefs. Chris Jones, nowhere to be found. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie and Perloff, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff across the country on CBS Sports Radio you want to watch the show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. You can find us on the free Odyssey app. You can find us on Sirius XM channel 158. So, yes, you're missing two of the three most important people on the Kansas City Chiefs. Meanwhile, you get a Lions team coming to town that for the first time in a decade actually has expectations and could deliver Perloff on those expectations. It's an awesome matchup. Yeah, it's great. Listen. I know you're nervous about the Chiefs without Travis Kelsey, I am. but look at some of the what they've done uh, already to adjust. They brought up Matt Bushman off the practice squad. <laughs> well, the Bushman. All right, I'm out. I'm just. I'll leave now. So the immediately, Bushman's here. Uh, we know Noah Gray because he's been on the team, and Blake Bell used to be a uh, obviously a college quarterback. Matt Bushman, don't know much about him. He's on the practice <laughs> squad of the Raiders in 2021, uh, but he's 27 years old. I'm like, he's only been. <laughs> Apparently he went on a three-year mission because he was at BYU. Got it. So BYU tight ends, Andy Reid. He's son of Chad Lewis, former NFL player. I'm telling you. The Anytime Chiefs, touchdown for Perloff? The Chiefs are going to have some random dude have a huge catch tonight. And it's going to be a shootout. And it's going to be great. And I cannot wait. I hope the Lions offense just goes to town, too. I want 54-51 like when Jared Goff was the Rams quarterback and Patrick Mahomes was with Chiefs. I want nothing but points tonight. Well, I think you're going to get that. But listen... I just think without Kelsey, who it's not the same as losing Tyreek Hill for a season when you let him go. Andy Reid had all the time in the world to think, hmm, do we want to bring back Tyreek Hill at this number or contract he wants? Or do we want to, you know, and and how are we going to make up for that? They had a whole, like, they had a game plan. This is Travis Kelsey, the most important person on your offense, goes down with a knee injury two days before your game. That's different. That's that's not what Andy Reid is used to. And I know he's a great coach, and they could win this game, but I'm going to put my money on the Lions here. I think that it's a perfect opportunity for the Lions. And, in fact, if the Lions can't beat the Chiefs without Travis Kelsey and without Chris Jones, then maybe I'm starting to wonder a little bit about the Lions, but we have a long season. To go. Oh, my gosh. Not at all. In the sense that, like, this is the NFC, Maggie. You could lose this game by three touchdowns and still be the third best team in the <laughs> NFC. You have different. to admit, uh, to me, that that is a key factor here. Why the Lions have no pressure? I think they're playing with total house money, except for the huge audience. They can easily afford to lose this game and still be in great shape. I think they're going to destroy that division and make the playoffs. So maybe they're they're fast and loose tonight and confident because of their coach. Now, I, again, if it's a shootout though, and you're I mean, you're picking the Lions here. I totally get it. But if it's a shootout with Patrick Mahomes, you got you always got to point to Mahomes, given everything being equal. Listen, he's the best. There's a reason he's the best. But 
in this particular instance because of the Kelsey news. That's why I'm leaning Lions tonight. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So you're welcome to call in, talk to us about the NFL season kicking off. Of course, we got a massive college game this weekend, a couple. Colorado and Nebraska is now must watch because of Deion Sanders and because of the Colorado Buffaloes pulling an upset over TCU. So that's sort of a no-brainer. The other one, which is weird yeah. to say. And by the way, you know that Nebraska is going to ugly that game up, and it's going to be nineteen thirteen. Well, that's the only yeah. shot they have, and just run the ball, run the, the ball, shot run they the have. Ball. I, the Nebraska, they are make every game aesthetically unpleasing, unfortunately. <laughs> but I'm sorry, go ahead. The other one. No, they have to run, run, run the ball. I mean, if they get into a shootout with the Buffaloes, we already saw what happened. TCU saw what happened there. Nebraska Buffaloes can put up tons of yards and tons of points. Nebraska hasn't gotten in a shootout since 1998. <laughs> <laughs> There's no shootout. This is a Cornhuskers here. <laughs> well, well, if they run the ball, they could have success, but... This one's going to be tough. Anyway, okay. so that's one of the games of the weekend. The other for college football has got to be Alabama and Texas. This was a phenomenal game a year ago in Texas. A big what if had Quinn Ewers not gotten hurt in that game. What could have been? But now here comes Alabama who took down to the wire to determine that Jalen Milrow was going to be their starter. And you have a Texas team who's coming into town, Perloff, with Quinn Ewers, who like looked fine, I guess, in the first week against Rice, wasn't amazing for Texas. And this is like the game of the weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard to tell with these sort of preseason college games what they mean. Now, last year's game was so low scoring. Alabama jumped out early. And then with Bryce Young at quarterback, could not score in Texas. And I, I was shocked by that because everybody scores on Texas. Sark, to me, the, the one person on the big hot seat in this game is Steve Sarkeesian. He obviously last year knew exactly what Alabama was running and told his defense to stop it. But when is something going to happen with this program? Other than landing Arch Manning, like, right. when are they going to get that the big signature win? win yeah. yeah, I feel like this is their opportunity. Alabama clearly, despite what happened last week, is clearly down. I mean, listen, Jalen Milrow is a great running quarterback. They, they're receiving, they don't have those Alabama receivers. Every opportunity here for Texas, and that should be a good thing, but I feel like there's a little pressure on Sark. If they lose this, I think the Longhorns lose their steam. I think there's tons of pressure on Sark. I think there is pressure on Alabama here, for sure. Well, right, but there's always, yeah, I mean. I think there's pressure on Alabama in terms of the playoff. We saw what happened with them last year. Two losses, they could not get in. And you talk about the rest of the schedule for Alabama. I mean, it's one of the toughest in the nation. So to me, Alabama's got to be feeling tons of pressure here too, even though they are going to be at home. And did you see they are returning the favor to Texas who had sort of banished their marching band? You know, they wouldn't give them like good enough seats last year Mm -hmm. at Texas for the world's most expensive marching band, where they call it the million-dollar marching band. So now Alabama's returning the favor, and Texas's marching band is, like, sitting in the nosebleeds. A little pettiness. I don't know. Fill in a little flavor for you guys. No one seems to care about this. No, I, I honestly, I just blacked out the last 30 seconds. What are you talking about with this marching <laughs> There's band? a pettiness that's going on. Bottom line, there, it, this, there's a wars being waged on the field and off. The only band I care about is the band that's on the field. The band is on the field. That's the okay. only band that really matters. So uh, cut his mic. <laughs> so last year it was 2019. Alabama won. It's a 54 point over under. Yeah. 
you saw Ewers. I, I watched Ewers. They said the funniest thing about him. Quinn Ewers formerly was a Joe Dirt super recruit, number one recruit in the yeah. country, had law, had a mullet. So he cut his hair, and the analogies were saying, well, you know, now that he cut his hair, he seems like a more serious yeah. quarterback. I get that logic, but if he struggles against Alabama, I think everyone's going to say, oh, he shouldn't have cut his hair. His hair, he was Samson. His hair was his power. <laughs> yes. So I feel like he was fun-loving, Texas gunslinging quarterback before, and now he's Mr. Business. I don't know. It's a huge game for Quinn Hewers. So to me, there's way more pressure on Ewers and Shark. Alabama's at home. I think they're pretty confident. They're probably looking ahead to the SEC. Uh, yeah, this is going to be really interesting. Then again, okay, say Texas loses this game. There's pressure in the sense that they can't, if they run the Big 12, their last year in the Big 12, they probably will they get in because a one loss Big 12 team got in last year, but they had already gone through the season undefeated. Yeah. I don't know. That feels tough to get in. Yeah, it does feel tough. And I think there's the also added pressure of you are joining the SEC next year. So, you know. Like, let's see if you can hang tough and hang close oh, with another SEC, you well, know, with an SEC team back-to-back years. I think, yeah, I think the fact that they did it last year it does. And just being Texas and being that high-profile team. But Sark, who I, I'm a big fan of, he's got to deliver some at some point. Be, otherwise, they're not going to let him coach Arch, right? Like, he's got to well, win but this. But see, that's the thing. He's the one who landed Arch. Doesn't he get a bit of a grace period there? Because if you change coaches, Arch could hit the portal. Yeah. Is Arch tied to Sark? That's a great question. Or is he tied to the program? Uh, I mean, I think he's got to be tied to Sark, right? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Like, if they had a defensive-minded coach, do you think that Arch Manning would have landed there? Uh, no. And you're right, Caleb Williams followed Lincoln Riley to USC, so that makes a lot of sense that the quarterback and coach would be tied at the hip. Speaking of Caleb Williams, Nate is in Iowa, wants to talk about the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. Hey, Nate. Hey, hey Maggie. Hey, Andrew. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. Hey, thank Well, you guys kind of, yeah, I do want to talk about Caleb Williams, but Andrew, the Vikings are still going to rule the North until the Lions take it, bud. Sorry, man. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, but well, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about Caleb Williams and, you know, his comments his dad made the other day about, well, if the NFL, if, it, if, the, if the draft doesn't look good next year, then Caleb doesn't need to come out of the draft. Mm. Right. What what's looking good? I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, when you think about it, I mean, okay, you, you talked about Lincoln Riley. The last two quarterbacks to come out of Lincoln Riley's system being Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. Yep. Kyler Murray's Kyler Murray went into an actual NFL system that was tailor made for him in Cliff Kingsbury. Yep. And that that offense, you know, and you think about it, Baker Mayfield goes to Cleveland behind an all-pro offensive line, two stud running backs, couldn't make it work with uh, Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. Do you start to wonder, is it truly the, you know, is it the teams that they're going to, or is it the quarterback coming out of a system? Right. I mean, you, you think of, because you think about it. I mean, even going back to, you know, I was, you know, I'm a, you know, being in Iowa, I always catch crap for this. I'm a Gators fan in Iowa. So Urban Meyer, <laughs> Ryan Day's offense. Yeah. You go back and you look at the quarterbacks that have came out of the Urban Meyer, Ryan Day stables. Yeah. Not a lot of success. There's, in the There's NFL. Not a lot of success either. Yeah. Right, right. It's interesting. Well, yeah, but Jalen Hurts, though, dude. And by the way, well, you can't be a Gators fan in Iowa. You have to suffer through Iowa, Iowa State with the rest <laughs> of us. That garbage yeah, game. Yeah. Well, and there again, you know, like, you know, you kind of let into it a little bit in that, you know, you, you look at Ryan Day's offenses, you know, CJ Stroud, the off, you know, it's still the, you know, the, the jury's out on him, but 
when you're throwing to wide receivers who are five to ten yards open on plays, I mean, you you look good no matter. We got five star receivers throwing it all over the place. Yep. You know, it's it's just kind of. I mean, I appreciate you taking my call this afternoon, but I think you know, right now, looking at Caleb Caleb Williams to Drake May next year. You know, Drake May put on a show last week against South Carolina, and I think when you look at the overall, the overall the level of competition, the ACC this year is going to be, I think, very very stout, and I think Drake May is going to have a good year this year. So, hmm. Nate, thank you for the phone call, giving us something to chew on there about. I see the thing is about Caleb, and I, I get his point. So Kyler Murray, two. Fairness for Ky- in fairness to Kyler Murray, did win Rookie of the Year, yeah. Offensive Rookie of the Year, and in fairness to Baker Mayfield, did win a playoff game against the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers. So, like, they've had some moments of success, but I get Nate's overall point. They're uh, not like juggernauts I mean, in the NFL right nah, now. Jalen Hurts. But Jalen Hurts is split because Alabama can claim Jalen Hurts and Oklahoma no, can claim Jalen Hurts. Alabama can't really claim. The Jalen Hurts we know now is after one year of learning how to pass at Oklahoma. He was a, a different quarterback, and he credits. He's always said that Lincoln Riley changed the trajectory of my career. So, uh, and also too, you're right. There's been enough success there with Baker and Kyler. It's not like remember Jeff Tedford, the old yeah. Cal coach. Yep. Before Aaron Rodgers, it was bust, 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 bust. System, system, system. And then he had Aaron Rodgers. So you never know. But I, I don't. I don't think that's fair to to do to him to say that everybody who comes out of Lincoln is a Lincoln is a system guy. Um, well, also, and I think, isn't Caleb Williams supposed to be the best out of all these guys? Like, better than Kyler, better than Baker. Caleb well, Williams is... Well, yeah, Caleb, was, I mean, Kyler was obviously the number one recruit his year. It was a, you know, Kyler Murray's considered the greatest high school football player no, of all time. No, but Caleb has, but I'm just saying, has a has pro is right being now. talked about as a better pro than what people thought Kyler was going to be. Yeah, and, the, and the ceiling's five high eight. for Kyler. <laughs> Kyler's 5'8". Yeah, no, 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 you're right. Caleb Williams. I mean, I don't think Caleb Williams was a bigger recruit than Kyler Murray, but he was certainly a more pro-ready guy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Hurts is the claim to fame, but I think Caleb Williams is going to be the second claim to fame. He's going to be good. Good point, though, also by Nate, which is, like, what situation is going to be good? That's the whole thing. When you're well, going, Everything no, except Arizona. Well, yeah. I guess if you're going to the Rams. The Rams is amazing. The Bucks could be amazing. You could bring Lincoln with you. What's, mm-hmm. what's wrong with the Bucks? I don't think he would leave... Why he would leave USC after two years? He left Oklahoma, but not after two years. What's the difference? I don't know. Didn't they just pay him a ton? What are you going to do? Can't he just take the next guy and the next guy and keep you know just sort of crafting these quarterbacks and? Yeah, but what if Tampa Bay calls and said, "Hey, you want to coach Caleb Williams next year in the NFL?" I know the last time a college coach went to Tampa Bay was Greg Schiano. That didn't go very well. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. That's probably ancient history to him. I, I think the. Opportunities are great. I and I disagree with you guys. I think Vegas is a great opportunity. I think I would want to coach there. Look at I, that stadium. No, I know Vegas, but the problem isn't who's going to be left on the team when you get to it. it I think like is Devonte Adams going to be there? Is Max Crosby going to be there? I but don't know. maybe if your coach say I want a clean slate, I don't know. I, I think that Caleb could go to some interesting spots. I think this is all about Arizona. I think I the too. whole thing is about avoiding Arizona because I, I don't know. Then again, is Arizona the worst place to go? It's indoors. A lot of quarterbacks have had some success there. I don't you know. You want to play for Jonathan Gannon? He, I'm assuming he's already gone. going <laughs> to be one out. <laughs> Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. It's sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa 
to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. Okay. Drum roll, please. Well, not really. Coming up next. Sorry, Stu, I didn't mean to make you scramble. Coming up next, Perloff and I give our NFL season predictions. AFC, NFC, and who's making it to the Super Bowl and who's winning the whole darn thing. We'll get to that in just moments. Don't move. It is Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck at a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at Wesley Financial Group. Dot com. It is time, Maggie. We've come to the end of this long, hard off season. It's time <laughs> for some football. <laughs> Has it been that long and hard of an off season? It's been fun. I feel like I've been waiting for this season to come here for three months. There have been so many storylines we're so into that we've been killing this off season. Finally, we get to see some of these come to fruition. Okay, so we are going to pick our division winners, and then we're going to pick our Super Bowl pick. We're going to do that all now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll go first. Go AFC. Ahead. Start okay. with the East. Who's so, winning the division? We'll do division winners and wild cards. So I have the Jets winning the AFC East, Bills wild card. AFC North, I have the Bengals winning it, Steelers, Ravens, wild card. Jags, South, the team called the Kansas City Chiefs, despite your worries, <laughs> yeah. AFC West. So that that's easy. Those are my division winners. Who do you got? Okay, so I actually have the Miami Dolphins winning the AFC East. I think everything's going to come together for the Dolphins. I have the Jets and Bills as the wildcard team. So three wildcard teams for me out of the AFC East stacked division. In the North, I have Cincinnati winning the division. We do not bet against Joe Burrow around here. We've learned our lesson too many times. And I have Baltimore making it in as a wildcard team. In the South... The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win. And in the West, the Kansas City Chiefs. I noticed here, you and I both do not have the Chargers making the playoffs. Yeah, the Chargers, that killed me. I think a lot of us, you know, it's a numbers game in the AFC. There's so many good teams. They are a good team for sure. But listen, if you have to think about, oh, which team's going to implode and suffer 900 serious injuries? Boom, the Chargers. Uh, Remind me who you have in the North. You have Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you have Miami not making the playoffs. I'm, so Miami and the Chargers are my near misses. Yep. Uh, and New England, by the way. I think I, I looked hard at New England. I think they're going to hover right around 500. With all that talent in the AFC, I don't think you're going to have a lot of 11, 12 win teams. I think you're going to have more 10 win teams. So they're all going to kind of beat each other up. I agree with you. I also looked very long and hard here at the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. A team that on paper has so much talent and. If Deshaun Watson can be what he was in Houston, he says he's going to be better than what he was in Houston. 
We might all regret sleeping on the Browns. The Browns are the value pick. The Broncos would be a value pick. If you are somebody who thinks that despite what the public perception is, that those two teams can have big seasons, you could end up making a lot of money. Yeah, but listen. Riding those teams. So we basically just included 11 teams in the playoffs. <laughs> That's the problem. It's easier to pick teams who have no shot in the AFC than teams that actually have a shot in the yeah, AFC. Yeah, I think we're, we're kind of aligned on our thinking. So when are we going to do our who wins a conference pick? Because that's really where I think we're really going to really differ. Okay, so you want to do AFC championship game, what it's going to be? Or just who's going to the who's Super Bowl? Who's coming out of the AFC? Okay, go ahead. Wait, why don't we do our NFC and then we'll do Super Bowl pick? Okay. I can tell you right now, we're going to be very different on the AFC. But all right, NFC. Okay, NFC. Start you, why don't you go first? Okay. And the NFC East, yeah, I might as well keep the music going. Why not? The NFC East, I have your Philadelphia Eagles. Excuse me. I have the Dallas Cowboys winning the division. I have the Philadelphia Eagles making it as a wild card. Now, this is tough because Dallas's schedule is not easy. But yeah. I do believe that this is a better version of the Dallas Cowboys. Someone different always wins the NFC East. So I'm yeah. just going to go with history there. The NFC North, I have Detroit, excuse me, I have Chicago winning the division, and I have Detroit in as a wild card. Okay. Chicago winning, Detroit as a wild card. In the NFC West, I have Seattle winning the division, and San Francisco as a wild card. And in the South, I have Atlanta Falcons. Okay. There you go. That's uh, interesting. I go Cowboys also NFC East. I think everybody's 12 and 5. They're 12 and 5 every year. Cowboys like to go on runs where they have the same record three years in a row. <laughs> so I think they're 12 and 5. I have the Eagles as a wild card, a very good wild card. Then my surprise wild card team is in the NFC East. Big Blue. Wow. Let's go. Uh, your former offensive coordinator, Brian Dayball, reigning coach of the year. I think he's a good coach. I think he has that more guys. The NFC North, I'm going chalk. I, I don't I can't believe you do. don't believe the Detroit Lions hype. Oh, my God. I have him going as the wild card. Oh, that's true. <laughs> uh, two teams out of the NFC North. That is against the grain. I like it. Uh I have the NFC South. I vacillated with the Falcons and the Saints. Listen, there's so much more experience in New Orleans right now. I'm going with the older team. I don't. I have no idea what Derek Carr, who we call the Bermuda Triangle of quarterback evaluation. Yep. No idea what he's going to do here. <laughs> and I do not like their head coach, Dennis Allen, very much. But they are just the older, more experienced team. I think they get the 9 and 8 and get out of here. So I go 49ers in the NFC West. Um, and then I have the Seahawks as my wild card team. Flip flop, okay. go yep. on yours. There you go. Okay, so I'm going with a little more of the upstart Atlanta Falcons. Like, could this yeah. offense and be something that I don't know? We haven't like seen before. They have a lot of interesting playmakers. I know a lot of people are questioning Desmond Ritter. That's fair, totally fair. But that could be a lot of fun. And then I think in the West, most people have this combination, right? Because Arizona is outright tanking and it looks like the Rams yeah. could be too so we have why well, you know I, I I told you I looked at a lot of picks most people have the Niners but there are a lot of people who pick the Seahawks to win that division and a lot of people have so I think what that says people believe in Geno Smith and I, I do too and the team you know yeah. and get and and how they got better and I think it was really Geno uh, I mean, the team, yes, the team did get better, but Geno Smith was one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the league. That is, I think we're all maybe underestimating what a miracle that is because he, he did nothing like for a, eight years. He was passing like a 70% clip. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and his amazing. touch, he had, I think, 30 touchdowns to a handful of interceptions. Uh, and they look like that team definitely got better, right? I think we both agree on that. So they're very exciting. Okay. Super let's, Bowl time. let's talk about Super Bowl picks. Okay. Who's going first? I'll go first. All right. 
The floor is yours, sir. I think I agree with you. There are a lot of AFC contenders, but it is very easy for me to pick apart those defenders, uh, def- uh, those contenders. Kansas City has had a r- run of health, even with Patrick Mahomes getting hurt. I feel like they are about to find the banana peel. I don't know what it is. There is a reason the universe does not allow repeat champions in the NFL. It's usually injuries or some kind of problem. And we've already seen two problems in KC. What else do you need? Saw Chris Jones holding out. Travis Kelsey banged up. I, you know, that's enough. I'm, I'm off the beam with Kansas City. So I'm knocking them out. The team I seriously looked at was the New York Jets. Yeah. I All think their Super defense Bowl is hype, great, but no one's really picking them. I know, and I thought, ooh, that's a that's a juicy pick. I yeah. think that the Bills are a little bit of a problem for them because they're both good teams. But I decided, you know what? Talk is cheap, Maggie. I could sit here all summer, and I can talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers as a potential Super Bowl look contender. At you. I can talk about them, but then I can look at history and another young Steelers quarterback named Ben Roethlisberger, who in the second year led the Pittsburgh Steelers to the promised land. All I know is their defense with T.J. Watt on the field is awesome. All I know is their skill position players challenge anyone in the NFL. All I know is their coach kicks ass. Mike Tomlin is super organized, super intense. He doesn't need any phony mantras like Mike McCarthy in Dallas. (laughs) He's Mike Tomlin. Carpe omnia. I think that the AFC is going to beat each other to smithereens. And I think the Steelers sneak into the wild card and then just somehow find a way to win games in the AFC playoffs, Kenny Pickett, breakout year. Let's go, Pittsburgh. That's wow. my AFC team. Can I also add something on top of yours? Yes. Last time the Jets were on hard knocks, made it to the AFC championship game, and oh, lost yeah. to the Steelers, right? Yeah, Jets-Steelers AFC title game with the Bengals also being the AFC title game, so I like that. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> and by the way, I also looked at the Ravens. I just, you know, you're playing an injury game, and with Lamar being injured the last two seasons, I thought that was a big factor. So, Cincinnati, do you want me to do my NFC or you want me to you want to go to your AFC? Do your NFC. NFC. Is this going to be an all Pennsylvania Super Bowl? How can I not pick the Eagles? I mean, how <laughs> I I have eyes. Yeah. I mean, listen, you could say it's a hometown thing, but like pull up their roster. Jalen Hurts, MVP, Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. We don't have that much time, and we don't need that much time because they should have won the Super Bowl last year. It's a rule of unfinished business. Philadelphia Pittsburgh, the all Philadelphia Super Bowl in Las Vegas. <laughs> Sign me up. Not all Philadelphia, all yeah, Pennsylvania. All Pennsylvania, right? Yes. Uh, this is going to be really good. And, you know, it's going to be a presidential election <laughs> year. And say. everyone is campaigning in Philadelphia like hard. So we're going to get a lot of action on this one. <laughs> I'm going Eagle Steelers. Wow. Philly wins. Inspired, Perloff. I do like it. And Philly, there's gonna or just gonna be so much Pennsylvania in our lives if that's the Super Bowl and then going into the election with that swing state. Oh boy. By the way, you know Philadelphia and Pittsburgh are nowhere near each other. There's seven other NFL teams closer to Philadelphia than Pittsburgh. Yeah. But we'll call it a rivalry. <laughs> Why fine. not? All right. For me, AFC. Not gonna go with my hometown Buffalo Bills, guys. You know, I just can't do it. But I'm looking at all these teams and how they're going to beat up on each other. And I'm looking at their schedules. And yeah. One team's schedule is harder than the next team's schedule. is harder than the next team's schedule. And I'm thinking the team that's going to really benefit here is the team that's going to get the number one overall seed that's going to get that very elusive buy because only the number one seeds yep. get a buy now. They're going to be healthy and they're going to be ready to go. And the team that has the path to the most wins in the AFC. Guys, it's sitting there right in front of us. 
It's the Jacksonville Jaguars okay. are going to the Super Bowl from the AFC. They've got everything breaking for them. Even all the tough games that they play are at home. They get San Francisco at home. They get Cincinnati and Baltimore both at home. They play Buffalo in England, but they're there for two weeks in a row, and they play Atlanta first and then Buffalo. They're going to be totally adjusted body clock. The only tough game at Cleveland in December. This is a team that could go to 12 wins because of the division they play in. Jacksonville's going to the Super Bowl from the AFC and then from the NFC. Guys, Carpe Omnia. This is it. This is the year, finally, for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm buying in. Not going to be Perloff's Eagles because history says the team that loses the Super Bowl does not go back to the Super Bowl the next year. I'm not a San Francisco believer. I think the Christian McCaffrey injury stuff is going to come back. I think they have uncertainty at quarterback. I need to see that. And I don't believe in any other team in the NFC. If it's not going to be the Eagles and it's not going to be San Francisco, I got to go with Dallas. It's almost like process of elimination. Jacksonville, Dallas in the Super Bowl, Las Vegas, book it. Yeah. Dallas wins. Carpe Omnia. Carpe Omnia. I would say Dallas Cowboys and Jacksonville Jaguars in Las Vegas. If you were lucky enough to go to that Super Bowl, enjoy it. Would be the most random Super Bowl. No, because the world's definitely ending right after that. That is, a, if there's ever been a sign of the apocalypse Super Bowl, it'd be the Jacksonville Jaguars playing the Dallas Cowboys. That's like, that's like the comet is headed towards Earth at a million miles an hour. Enjoy this game. I kind of like it. Isn't it though? Isn't the comet headed for Earth? I, I like it a lot. I think that uh, I think your reasoning with the number one seed is really a, a really important trend. So that makes a lot of sense. Cowboys, Cowboys is actually it's funny. I have more faith in your Jaguars pick than your Cowboys <laughs> pick. I, the NFC is hard. Who's coming out of the NFC? Yeah, it feels it's not like the Eagles, not San Francisco. Feels like a good three way battle. But I think there's a fourth team involved in that battle. I think there's going to be a fourth contender in the NFC. I oh, just, hold on to it. I just don't know who it is. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was going to say, let's <laughs> do that. It's never the top three teams. All right, uh, there you go. How did we do? Let us know. Super Bowl picks. You want to find them on Twitter. Samter's going to tweet them out right now, at Maggie and Pearl on the tweets. Coming up, Aaron Rodgers, as you've never heard him before. And that's saying something. We'll get to that next. Don't move. Today's memorable moment is sponsored by Prevagen. Prevagen is the most recommended memory support brand by pharmacists. Okay, I think this one sort of a precursor for what could happen tonight. On Thursday, December 16th, 2021, Patrick Mahomes had a great performance in Casey's 34-28 overtime win against the Chargers. Completed 31-47, 410 yards, three touchdowns. Guess who he threw the game winner to, Maggie? Pretty obvious. Kelsey. Kelsey in overtime. Yeah. Wait, is is that the that's not the game where Kelsey just went berserk at the end of the game? It could well, that's like five games. It's a lot of them, but he had a uh, game tying touchdown with like a minute left, and then the overtime winner as well. Yes, that was the game I was thinking. Of. Uh, Mahomes has won his last four Thursday night football appearances. Mm, good note. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think a big part of it is Andy Reid is great in these situations. So that's why I still have faith, despite you know your consternation about not having Kelsey and Jones. And Jones and um, Amenahu, too. So they're definitely going to be hurting. I don't think that's any way they're going to stop the Lions. But that has never stopped me from picking against the Chiefs. Should be fun. Can I tell you why I'm surprised by your playoff and Super Bowl picks? Uh, sure. So quickly, Super yeah. Bowl picks. Perloff is going all Pennsylvania Super Bowl yep. with the Steelers and the Eagles with the Eagles prevailing. I went with Jacksonville and Dallas in the Super Bowl with the Cowboys winning. So 
You picked in the AFC East the Miami Dolphins. I'd pick them to win the division. I did. Yes. So you have, I think you people might look at your picks, say NFC North Bears, that's the biggest long shot. And maybe it is. But the NFC North is is chaotic yeah. this year. I also have the Lions making the playoffs yeah, as yeah. a wild card, right? Well, I'm just saying the NFC North doesn't feel like anything can happen. The AFC East, where the Dolphins are, is so top loaded with the Jets and in my opinion, with the Jets and the Bills. I just think so much has to go right for the Dolphins to make it all happen this yeah. year. That weren't you nervous about your, you know, your team for one? Yeah, I'm nervous. But about also my team. to the Jets in that defense, I feel like the Dolphins. It's going to be really tough. It's going to be really tough, but I'm kind of going on the fact that the Dolphins have a really, I don't even say sneaky good defense. They've got a really good defense, yep. and they've got Vic Fangio now as their defensive coordinator, and I I don't know if they're going to be as good as the Jets, but I think they're going to have a better defense than the Bills, and I think the defense is going to keep them in a lot of games, in every game, quite frankly, and every time Tua is healthy, the offense runs like perfectly. So well, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean the? I mean the Dolphins have not historically had a great defense. No, I'm saying now they have a good defense. Like, but I don't know. The Bills, at, Bills are often top ten in defense. No, but the thing is, is that the Bills to me have gotten. I was just talking to Ryan Hickey about this. They out in the newsroom. They are old in places where I want them to be young, okay. and they're young in places where I want them to be seasoned. Like beyond Von Miller, they have this sort of youngish pass rush. I'm curious about how that's going to go. And then the secondary with Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer and Matt Milano as a linebacker, like these guys are not young. And so I worry about their health and that's going to be tough for the bills. It's very hard for them to stop the run. This is why I always say they're a don't, they are a dome team. They've been put together like a team that plays in a dome, but they play outside. Why can't they stop the run or run the ball? It doesn't make any sense to me. I hear what you're saying. I still think they're, you could say their defense is better than Miami. Miami added Vic Fangio as a defensive coordinator. That's a big addition. But Jalen Ramsey got hurt, might not play till December. Right. David Long is a nice addition from the Titans, but he's a linebacker. So, they traded for Bradley Chubb last year. They yeah. have Christian Wilkins, yeah, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, listen, I, the Bills had no trouble moving the ball on them in the playoffs. They was a 34-31. I, I just, I don't know why you don't have more faith in the, in the Bills' defense. I mean, the Bills... Is the Bills defense a been a problem? Well, Leslie Frazier like weirdly stepped away from the team okay. slash get you know was who knows what's going on with that situation. So now this is the head coach Sean McDermott has to take over for the defense. Listen, I think Vaughn Miller. I'm I'm fine if he doesn't come back until like December. It's totally cool with yeah, me. Yeah. But at the same time, like you're facing so many good quarterbacks. If you can't get to the quarterback, then we're gonna see what we saw against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the other thing, too, uh, is the Jets, I think, I seem to have an elite defense. Yeah. And I was, I've was i been resistant to the Jets hype wagon all summer long, but it seems to have died down in the last few weeks. Nobody's picking them, which makes me more excited. Finally, I can, like, jump on board here because they have one great quarterback in Sauce Gardner. I'm really into their other quarterback now, DJ Reed, because he yeah. said they were going to be the next 85 Bears. <laughs> yeah, he did. And, and Legion, Legion of Boom, Boom Seahawks. Yeah. The fact that he knows these old football teams, I don't know anything about DJ Reed, but I'm all <laughs> in on this guy. And they have, they obviously have Quinn Williams. Like, yeah. acts like you have to be some kind of football historian to know who the 85 Bears are. And the Legion of Boom just happened. The average NBA player has, doesn't know Michael Jordan also played basketball, <laughs> let alone you, the, the young people not knowing the sport. But it does look like their defensive line is super stacked. Yeah, yeah that's why I really like your, your Dolphins pick. They're so interesting, but it just feels like in the trenches, the Jets and the Bills, to me, look a little bit ahead of them. But. No, in the trenches, the Bills are not. I mean, again, until Von Miller's back, in the offensive line for the Bills, they really did not upgrade 
beyond the Osiris Torrance draft pick, but he's going to be playing guard. So how much is he really going to impact the line? I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, the Bills The Bills have enough pass rushers. I mean, how many pass rushers no, but are how many? I know, but yeah. how many are really great? There's a reason why they went out and got Vaughn Miller and gave him $50 million at know. the end I of mean, his career. Like, they, so who's the guy they cut the other day? Boogie Basham. Boogie Basham. They traded him, yeah. You know why? Because they had nine other first-round pass rushers. I mean, and they had Ed Oliver. They have so many guys up there. None of those dudes can play. Has Ed Oliver been consistent? And they just gave him a ton of money, didn't they? They did, but has he been super consistent? I hope so. They just handed him a boatload of money. Well, they also had a lot invested in him because they took him as a first-round pick. I mean, you yeah. have to... But here's the other thing. Uh, to his health. You must have been thinking about that. Of course I'm thinking about it. Everyone should be thinking about yeah. it, but... I don't know. Maybe I'm buying into the jujitsu. I can't tell. Did he only watch the YouTube videos or did he actually go get trained by some kind of jujitsu master? Is, is I don't an, know. Is this an important distinction for you <laughs> yes, on your is. pick? If he only watched the YouTube tutorials, any, any, you know, Tom, Dick, or Harry could do that. If he actually trained with somebody, I'll feel better about his ability to fall. Love it. Uh, let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. Anthony is in Myrtle Beach, has a Super Bowl conspiracy theory. Hey, Anthony. What's going on, guys? Talk to us. What do you got? All right. So I definitely like your picks. I'm not feeling that Jaguars, but, you know, you can dream. It's okay. (laughs) The reason why I said it is I think they're going to have the number one seed because they have, like, in theory, the easier schedule, uh, air quotes, easier schedule, and that extra bye week helps, and that's where I got the Jags from. But go ahead. No, I get it. I mean, everyone's on their tail. I mean, they win one one season that comes down to the last game, and now everyone thinks they're the best things in spread, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, a little bit on the um, conspiracy theory, how it's scripted. So, if you go back, and I'm going to try not to screw this up, so bear with me. If you go back to two years ago, the Super Bowl, the actual Super Bowl logo, the colors, um, I'm going to say 2022 was the orange and red for your Super Bowl. We obviously know how that panned out with Kansas City. Last year we had orange with green. There's your Philadelphia and Kansas City. And again, we know how that filled out. Um, But Kansas City's not orange. Well, it's red. I mean, it's a little red because it's fire. So they got to work it in. It can't be all up in your face now. You know what I mean? Okay. So last year we had the red-orange on fire with the green, you know, the tropical. We had our Super Bowl. This year is red and purple. So if anything tells us, if history repeats itself, I'm going to say it's going to be 49ers Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, all right. I I wasn't sure. I'm like, are you going like Casey Vikings? I wasn't sure what you were about to say, but Baltimore and the 49ers. You could have gone Vikings there. I'm looking at the logo now, which... By the way, it doesn't have doesn't look very Vegasy to me. But can yeah. I see? I, I'm yeah, not gonna I like that. Looking it up. I gotta be honest. I looked at the Ravens hard as a Super Bowl pick because they almost beat the Bengals in the playoffs with Ty Huntley. So they're a tough, tough team. I think Lamar's gonna have a big year. So that is. A, I wish you'd give me that theory. I might have rethought it. <laughs> Anthony, thanks. This is information we all could have used a half hour ago. No, I'm kidding. Um, the logo theory. All right, put it in the bucket. Why not? Let's go to Mike in California. Hey, Mike, what's up? How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. What's on your mind? I'm calling to make a bet for you guys. Uh Uh-oh. Out of your four teams, 
if one or less of them make the Super Bowl, I win a Maggie and Perloff T-shirt. If two or more of them are in the Super Bowl out of all four that you picked, I will bring you guys barbecue catered to Super Bowl week when you're in Vegas for the for the game that week. Done. Side Done. Ribs, the worst. Oh, yes. Book it, Mike. You've got yourself a bet there, sir. That sounds incredible. By the way, can we just negotiate so you come anyway? Because yeah, I, I don't feel, I don't feel <laughs> good about it. just get you a press I don't feel great about the bet, but I do feel good about this barbecue. <laughs> we'll try to think up something. Uh, we'll find a way to I get you in. Out, if, if I can make it out there while you guys are there, I'll try to figure out a way to bring it to you. Mike, we love that. All right, Samter, write it down in our list of bets, please. If one or fewer teams out of our four get to the Super Bowl, Mike gets the Maggie and Perloff t-shirt. And if two or more? If any one of the remaining two, three or four teams, if yes. any two of your four teams make it, I will I will show up with barbecue. There we go. Mike, you're the best. Love this. All right, guys. Appreciate you, man. Have a great day. I might have gone more chalk like Bengals. I know. Why did we pick the Chiefs? Only known that I suddenly feel stupid for picking the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Jake is in Texas as a thought on the 49ers. Hi, Jake. Hey, how's it going, guys? Excellent. How are you? Good. I'm doing well. Um, I just called in today to kind of discuss George Kittle. You know, I'm, I've kind of stuck with him for a while and i'd like to see what he can do but i'm just concerned with his injury you know popping back up again what are y'all saying yeah so what's the latest on kittle this is like really hard is he gonna play right like i i, I don't even know they haven't updated they just said it's questionable hamstring still i've been waiting for an update you know i was at a fantasy draft last night and there was a lot of the chat was going wild about george kittle and what way so, Jake, thank you for the call. We had a caller yesterday who was complaining about George Kittle's health. It yeah, seems right. to be a theme. So George Kittle still was, when we do an auction draft, went for a ton of money. And someone said, are we sure Kittle's going to stay healthy? And I was thinking to myself, Kittle's not staying healthy. The Niners are one of those snake-bitten teams. He already he has a hamstring or something, right? Yeah. It feels like, I don't know. Groin injury. Groin okay. Injury. Yeah. I just I feel like the Niners. I follow the Niners closely. For I can't remember one of my guys was on the Niners. Nick Mullins, of course, backup quarterbacks. Oh yeah, not so, one of your guys on a fantasy team. Just one of your guys. What have I got? One of the backup quarterbacks I'm friendly with in the NFL. Yep. And they just they have so much talent, but they always find injured and injuries, and they have injured years and non-injured years. The fact that Kittle's already hurting to me says this is going to be a long year. It's just the way the team has been. Uh, it looks like from the latest here I'm seeing from Sports Illustrated that Kittle is trekking towards being active. That's the way they're putting it. That is a great game, by the way. Oh, Pittsburgh 49ers? Yeah. Can't wait. And by the way, this, the Niners could kill the Steelers, and I'm not going to worry about it because I picked the Steelers to go to Super Bowl because the Niners are great. That's true. Listen, you know the Niners, something's going to happen with McCaffrey. He had unprecedented health after he joined the team last year. Anyway, uh, we never got to Aaron Rodgers. We will get to that. Coming up also, Deion Sanders and Nick Saban. More alike than different, according to sources. We'll explain all of that next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 